Hey guys, I know I haven't filmed, or not filmed, recorded um, an episode in a while, but I feel the Lord is leading me to do this, and I actually, like, film or, oh my gosh, recorded one earlier, but I just didn't, it didn't flow well, and kind of just gave up on it but now I'm trying it over again so hopefully it'll be better this time but I'm currently laying in my bed I'm gonna go to sleep soon probably but my cat's laying on my tummy you know I'm just chilling it's a Friday night <laughs> and I see everybody on their stories whatever Posting up, you know, at the bars, drinking, smoking, whatever. And it can be discouraging as a Christian because I know for me, at least for a long time, at, you know, the early stages of this walk, I would just get really sad that, you know, I wasn't a part of all that fun or whatever everybody else was doing. And I just feel so much FOMO and feel like a loser, honestly. <laughs> and you're, you're not a loser. I wasn't a loser. You know, those are words that... I'm not good to tell yourself, but in general, I just want to talk about the waiting season and what I just said included, but also like waiting on God to answer those prayers, waiting on him to send your husband, waiting on him to help you figure out what you're going to do with your life. It can be so frustrating. And I know for me, I'm not a patient person by any means. And it sucks like when you feel like God's not hearing any of your prayers. And you're doing all this stuff, you're sacrificing or I don't know, you're sacrificing all these things, all your desires of the flesh to give him those and <laughs> sorry, I that was a train of thought that I just, okay but yeah, you're giving him all those aspects of the old you and you think that when you become a Christian, you don't want those things or, you know, they're not good for you. And that's not even like drinking or whatever. That can come from like relationships or guys or girls, you know, for the guys out there. And it sucks when you don't know what the Lord's plan for you is. And I know that I guess get discouraged when I think about, you know, 
all the things that everybody else is getting to experience right now. And a big thing for me has been finding my soulmate, the person that I want to spend my life with. And it is hard out here, you guys. These options are terrible. Like, (laughs) it's honestly so bad. And this is just a little spiel that it has to do with, you know, in the waiting season. Like, I'm not going to get on these dating apps to find the man that I want to marry because you all know good and well that he's not going to be on there. And if he is, then that's concerning. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just frustrating when... At least for me, like, one of my best friends is engaged, and she's literally six months younger than me, and I feel like a baby still, and I want to be in that stage, you know, getting ready to start my life for real and, like, start having kids, and I get angry sometimes that I don't get to have those things yet and that I've been waiting for so long for that right person but I tell you girls and guys you are not going to settle for anybody less than (laughs) what you (laughs) what you deserve but also somebody who loves Jesus a hundred percent and who prioritizes Jesus in you guys' relationship and who loves the Lord more than he loves you. And that's something that I'm striving for. And it is so rare to find somebody like that. And you guys do not be discouraged, especially the girls, because it can be tough for us trying to pick through all the people who are pursuing us and you know, finding that right one, and boy, I mean, I've, in the past, like, before I got saved, oh my gosh, I don't even want to talk about that, the stuff I was willing to settle for, like, ugh, honestly, it gives me shivers, but You guys do not settle for less. Do not. And I see so many people. And people have told me personally that I'm really picky and have too high of standards. But you know what I tell them? Well, what I want to tell them is different from what I tell them. But I just say I'm waiting for that person that God's sending me. And... I don't know who that is. I don't know if I've met him. I don't know if I am yet, you know, if he, if I'm going to meet him in two days or six months. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but that's something I've been thinking about a lot. And honestly, at this point, (laughs) I, you know, I'm learning to be content with Jesus and not have the attention of a man to satisfy me because that is so dangerous, you guys. Like, I thrive 
I used to thrive off of male attention. It was really bad for my spirit, for my heart. And I got heartbroken a lot. And you guys just be, be protective of your hearts your souls and don't just share that with anybody don't let in just anybody have that because whether the season of singleness is just temporary or forever i don't know just trust in the lord because he knows what he's doing but <laughs> with that said you know I can get discouraged and be like, well, I'm going to be single forever, so I'm just over it. And that's not true. At least I hope it's not true. <laughs> this sounds so pitiful, but these are important things to talk about. And we all need to know that, you know, you're not alone. In this situation. And. It takes time. Because. You don't want to. Waste your time. And give so much of your energy. To somebody who doesn't deserve it. And that's what I've had to learn. Like. I don't even bother. Like going on the dating apps anymore. Because first off. You're not going to find a godly person. On there. And if you do like. That is really rare, but, you know, I've just been avoiding that male attention and I know the right person is going to come into my life at the right time. So we'll just see, like, I'll keep y'all updated. I don't know if y'all want to hear about my love life, which is non-existent right now, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. I'd rather you know, be talking to the Lord than talking to 20 guys. But with the season of waiting, not just in the romantical aspect, but waiting on God to show you what your plan is, you know, Jeremiah 29 says, or 29, 11 says for i know the plans i have for you plans to prosper you and give you a good future and to give you a hope and i know i kind of butchered that but that's basically what the verse says and i want y'all to know that he sees and hears you he knows he's gonna get you there and whether you don't find that calling this year or in the next five years whatever it's there and it's waiting for you, but it'll come at the right time and place. And your discipline when it comes to not partying and whatever, all any of those worldly things, you know, you just need to be wary of where it can take you. And if you can control yourself in those situations, by all means, I mean, if you think you can do it, go ahead. I know for me, 
in the past when I would let myself go to the bars, whatever here, that we have in Starkville, which, dude, this place is a ghost town. There's nothing to do but drink and smoke weed and get high. It's just sad. It's really sad. And, or whatever, college parties and whatnot, but... You know, you're not a loser for staying in your room or, you know, hanging out with your friend and watching a movie. It doesn't make you a loser. It makes you obedient to the Lord. And I'm not saying you have to do nothing to please God. You know, there are so many fun ways to, or I mean, there's so many ways to have fun and still have Jesus in it. We just got to learn how to do those things. And it's not easy because the world has taught us that altering your... Mm, how old do I say this? Altering your consciousness and your mind state, whatever, is more fun than anything else. And the media sells it to you, whatever. Like, that's how the world views fun is partying and drugs and sex and whatnot. But you guys just keep your eyes on Jesus. Cause in the end, he's all that matters. And our lives are gonna go by in a blink and a snap of a finger. And we're gonna be standing before the Lord looking back on our lives and him either showing <laughs> him either showing you your goodness and graciousness is that what i'm trying to say your faithfulness to him or he's going to be showing you the disappointments that you caused him and you know you want to look back on your life and know that you lived it for him and not for yourself because what right do we have to think that this life is ours when it is all his and he literally gave us life he created a planet for us to live on he gave us all the things necessary to have a great life we need to honor him in that but yeah, it's the waiting period. Um, I definitely didn't cover probably other important things that I just can't think of it right now. But if y'all want me to talk about anything else relating to that topic, I will most definitely do that. But on a side note, <laughs> I've been watching and actually read this book about this neurosurgeon's near-death experience and it was really fascinating um and i think you guys should read it although i don't think it's a christian book he does talk about like jesus in it but he mainly just talks about god and like his experience in heaven but his whole premise the whole the whole 
my gosh, you guys, I cannot think of these words that I'm trying to say. The whole premise behind his experience in heaven was the love that he was shown, not only by God, but by all the souls that he interacted with. And what's crazy about his experience is that he had bacterial meningitis, which is very deadly, if not caught in time, but it's very deadly in general. But he had to go to the hospital and they did a lumbar puncture on his spine and it was just straight pus, which it's supposed to come out clear liquid. And so this man's brain was literally coated in pus and I know that's a nasty image I hope y'all aren't eating, but I need to express to you how bad this man was. Like, and he was in such a bad condition. And so he went into a coma for seven days. And during that time, his family was told that he had most likely a 90% chance of death and if he were to survive that 10%, he would most likely be a vegetable. And if he weren't a vegetable, he would have to be taken care of for the rest of his life because he wouldn't have the brain capacity of a normal human. But, so that's the medical aspect. And also this man's brain was not working whatsoever. If you are going through something that intense when antibiotics are not working, nothing is working. When you literally are brain dead, you don't experience any functioning in your mind, obviously. But this man, for seven days, he was in heaven and he was like atheist to the core, just a scientific person. Like he went to duke for medical school like very intelligent very smart very just purely material based way of seeing things and he experienced god and he talked about how he just felt this overwhelming peace and love and he couldn't even he, he would say you know, I, I'm trying to explain this in a human way, but there are literally no human words to describe what I experienced up there. And he talked about so many crazy things, like how time is not even a thing there. Like, he said, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but I know that it happened. But he said, like, a moment up there could be two or three lifetimes down here. And I don't even know what that means. But just these crazy things. And I don't know. Like, you guys need to research NDEs, near-death experiences, because they are so fascinating. And especially for the people who have doubt about like there being a god or spiritual whatever spirituality in general like it is all real and it's more real than you hearing my voice in 
your car or wherever you are in your earbuds it's more real than me speaking right now and i have a hat that says god is everywhere favorite hat of all time but it is so true he is omnipresent everywhere all at once and it's so crazy and our little feeble minds can't process or understand that but it is so true and that just it's insane to me like i can't even comprehend it but i get so off topic but i don't care this is my podcast but yeah like y'all need to y'all need to look in those look into those because they're crazy and a lot of them a lot of them are very similar i've watched so many testimony videos or testimonies whatever videos about people's experiences and a lot of them say that they see their body their dead body and then they descend or not ascend they ascend and they're greeted by jesus or they're you know you know not all of them experience jesus and whatnot and it's so weird like or they're greeted by like a dead relative and then they're shown a life review which shows like all the things that it shows your whole life in a real like it's so weird but they see every memory that they had and then it shows their perspective but it also shows the other people's perspectives the people that they interacted with and it shows their feelings in those situations or the way you made them feel whether it be happy or sad and it a lot of them felt extremely convicted because obviously we're human we're not perfect we're not always going to be nice and like having to watch yourself make somebody hurt is definitely tough and not easy by any means but that was something that i gathered from so many different stories is that one part and i think that's crazy and i also gathered (laughs) that god is this vibrating just huge massive light and i don't know i sound crazy but we 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 have no idea we have no idea what's waiting up there for us but just take some time to think about it because it's pretty cool and let's just love on each other guys let's let's be good people let's be good christians let's do what jesus told us to do and be good and faithful servants and i also want to say i've been getting so many dms from you guys saying that you listen to my podcast and i want you guys to know that it means so much to me and i honestly 
am amazed that y'all care to listen to what I have to say. And that's not like self-deprecating, but it also, you know, I never thought that my words mattered. And that sounds really sad, but it's true. Like, I just, I was just so surprised that y'all cared to see what I had going on over here. And it means a lot. And it's so encouraging. And you guys just know that if you ever need somebody to pray for you, if you ever need some encouragement or somebody to talk to, like, you can message me and I might be busy at the moment, whatever, but I'm here and I'm always here to talk about the Lord. And I don't know, y'all just keep doing God's work. You guys are awesome. And don't let the world tell you that what you're doing is dumb and pointless and that there is no God or that Christians are hateful people who whatever. Because it's not true and you guys know it. And let's be nice. Let's be nice to the people who we hate. <laughs> or not, we, not that we should hate anybody, but people who we don't like. Let's be nice to everybody. Let's not be judgmental. And let's just show love to each other because that's all that matters. I'm going to say a quick prayer and then I'm going to sign off. I hope that all of that made sense. And I know that I got really sidetracked for moments, but you, whatever. If y'all are here to this point, then I guess it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but, okay. Father, I come to you right now, and all of us podcast li listeners come to you, and we want to just show you our love and our thankfulness for being so patient with us on our journeys of salvation. We love you. I pray that every one of these listeners right now, if they're going through anything hard, whatever it might be, I pray that you give them a sign to show them that they are doing good, to show them that you see them, you hear them, and that what they're doing is not in vain. And that goes for me, too. I, <laughs> I'd be going through it. Anyways, um, yeah, I love you, God. We all love you. And I pray for any of those who are experiencing sickness, hurt, loneliness, whatever it might be. I pray that you all just... Be satisfied in the Lord's presence. And I pray that no matter the trials that you go through, you are going to get through it because you have the Lord. And that sets you apart from the world. Because you have the creator of the universe on your side. With God, all things are possible. 
Lord, I plead your blood over every single one of these listeners' lives. Plead it over your families, over your friends, people that you care about, people that you love, person that you met in the grocery store, whoever. I plead your blood, Jesus, on all of our lives. And I pray that you, you get us to the destination. <laughs> we love you. We cherish you. And in your name we pray. Amen.